you watch the girl from the inauguration? Yeah, it was cool. She's like 22. Dang. Which is cool, but she also looked like she was like 16, which would have <laughs> <She> even <did>. cooler. <laughs> she just not looked it up. Could have lived in ignorance. Man. Pretty cool, but like, if you were like a baby, it would have been way cooler. <laughs> I was impressed before, but now I'm less impressed. Yeah. Now that I know I'd be age. way more impressed if you were an infant doing what you're doing now. So, like, landing on the moon's cool, but what if you did it as a baby? <laughs> that would be impressive. <laughs> Welcome to Opinions That No One Asked For, or Otnof, or The Nof. My name is Jordan. And I'm McKay. And this is a show where two guys sit down and give their opinions on basically anything, from what to talk about on this show... <laughs> yeah, is that relevant? To, <laughs> to baby books, to... To how not political we should get on the show, because I want people to still like me that disagree with me politically. To Bernie Sanders memes. Yeah. Not political. Bernie memes. Bernie's. Burmese. Wait, Burmese. Breams. Bremes. Burms. We'll just cut it down to B R M S. So many stuff to talk about. <laughs> this is important. The grammar is. This so is the conversation right that the I'm culture so needs right now. <laughs> so many stuff to talk about. <laughs> In the midst of all of our conflict and issues, Breams is what we need to be focusing on. How was your week? Good. How was your <laughs> Very ASMR. <laughs> I wish I had fingernails. I would tap the mic, but I'd probably just sound dumb. Tap, 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 tap. That's Rain gross. I'm editing that noise out. <laughs> That's the best grass. ASMR is when they don't have the noise. They just say it. <laughs> tinkle, tinkle. Raindrops, raindrops, raindrops. Wind through the wheat field. <laughs> oh, ASMR makes me so uncomfortable. I think it has the opposite of the desired effect on me. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, the week was good. It's been very busy with school and with work. Yeah. And internship. I'm muy uh muy tired. Oh. As they what say does muy mean? in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> as our as our brethren to the south. <laughs> as our hermanos al del sur. Nos dicen. But yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Um what about you though? How's the week? It's been good. I mean my, my birthday was last week. Michelle and I I mean we've been busy with school too. Yesterday we went out and got a free Brazilian barbecue dinner mm, at mm, mm. local uh, Chujasco. Um, whatever. Native. All right. I probably pronounced that crappy. I haven't spoken <laughs> Portuguese in years. But yeah, it was way good. It's hard because I really like good meat. Mm. Like growing up in Brazil a little bit, I ate a lot of really yummy steak down there. And then you come up here and you're paying 45 bucks for like an eight ounce New York whatever dime whatever that's called the chunk of meat you know whereas down there you i mean it's expensive but you're it's more of an all you can eat the kind of brazilian barbecue style so it's like i have to balance like okay i could eat like eight pounds of this beautiful medium rare top sirloin and then want to be dead for the next two days or i could eat a little bit less of this that i get buy one get one Mm. one time a year and then feel better the next two days but have gotten less meat so yesterday i played it kind of safe i was kind of three quarters the way there Come on. I know. I, I, sh- I could have had way more, but it's good because today I was really feeling it. <laughs> you sure brought home the leftovers. <laughs> I, I know. You, you mentioned you wanted me to bring you some turkey wrap bacon. Oh, dude. He he brought it by, <sighs> and I legitimately thought about bringing some somehow, but 
they like, like grilled the pockets. tar out of the bacon on it it oh, was like really? charcoal yeah it was gross i still would have been yeah i love that stuff the turkey wrap bacon is like really it's my favorite thing there really and the pineapple everything that isn't beef there is just a distraction from the main course for me it's like what the turkey like, wrap bacon is so good it's like they bring around the chicken and the roasted veggies and the brisket and i'm like i guess brisket is beef brisket but i'm like awesome. sir this mean this food is good but i could get it at costco whatever. i could do this myself i was gonna say like bring me the picanha dude <laughs> i'm here for the goose stuff oh shoot i don't even speak portuguese like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no biggie yeah it's like i'm there for the picanha which is the top sirloin it's like a c-shape oh yeah that's the best that's cut of meat in the house pretty good but they know it and so they barely bring it out because it's mm. probably really expensive. And Michelle's there for the grilled pineapple because she loves that stuff. Yeah, the so. pineapple is money. How rare do you like your meat? Oh, I'm kind of game for anything. I usually like it. I don't anything? know. I feel like growing up, I liked it. I liked it well done. Okay. Like fully cooked. I feel like it's often little kids charred. or just like younger yeah. people. I still like that a lot, but I've grown really? to appreciate not so well done. Huh. Like medium rare. Yeah. I like that. Um, Interesting. I kind of just like we'll do whatever, but yeah. if it's like pink, depends on how like right. suave it is, how how soft. I don't know. I mean, like if I trust the people that make it, I know I won't. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting a pink burger at McDonald's, you know yeah. it's crappy. But if it's like a good a, place, and like, I know they, they, they know what they're doing, I'm like, and they're doing like safety procedures, you're not gonna. Get yeah, he's like he like it. brings it out to me, and I'm like, sure, I'll try it. But probably medium rare right now is probably my my yeah. spot. That's what I like. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason medium rare is like what Gordon Ramsay makes them cook in Master Chef. Like it's so good, the perfect balance of like the crispy sear and mm. like you burn mm. the fat to get that flavor on the outside, but you get the flavor of the pink and the oh, so good. <laughs> well done meat is so gross to me. I got really. It's like it's like jerky. It's you lose Do you so not much. Like jerky? You lose. I mean, it's fine, but I don't pay thirty dollars for a meal of jerky. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like you lose so much flavor when you cook it that much. And you lose all the... I see what you're saying. The super, like, buttery, soft My mouth texture. is just watering up so much I know. Right I'm now. hungry. This is bad. <laughs> but I don't know. It's hard because, like, my father, who's a listener, shout out, he... <laughs> a nofer? <laughs> he, he's a penny nofer. <laughs> my dad will eat it, like, still mooing when it comes to the plate. He likes it really rare. That's um, disgusting. Does which he... is, like, I like my meat pretty rare. Okay. But there'll be times when it'll come out and I'll think it's like right, perfect for me and he'll ask for it a little bit rarer. But then like my wife, on the other hand, I've warmed her up to eating meat with any pink in it over the past couple of years. Like she wouldn't eat meat with any pink. Yeah. And her parents to this day will cook the tar out of any meat hmm. um, because they don't want any pink in it, which is understandable. Like people don't want to get sick and like pink meat has that risk there. But oh, it's just so good. One time at McCoonie's. Again, you guys got to go there. Shout out Taro. Oh, right. I already forgot what that was. he was like, do you guys want to try something? And we were like, of course. Yeah. And he comes out and he has this beef just like raw. I think they, they seared it just ever so slightly. Okay. And then we we're like, okay, um, sure. Put it in my mouth. It just melted in my oh, mouth. Oh, like, man. No, but like delicious. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, like so savory. Mm. So good. And I guess, like, the beef that they, like, would massage the cow, it was, like, a free-range cow. Interesting. They, like, had a name. Like, when you buy the meat, it will tell you, like, the name of the cow, when it was born, its daily activities. How many spa treatments it got for the day. (laughs) (laughs) They did its nails. Oh, dude, it was so good. Yeah. Blew my mind. Man. I never had, like, meat 
melting kind of like, sounds gross no, but, but I know that's kind of the sensation that yeah. happened that's what like like last night i i asked the waiter to bring around the picanha and the top salon a few times because it's my favorite it was my birthday dinner whatever man i get what i want birthday um dinner. and the third time he brought it out he like just let us finish the the chunk on the, the little spear he brought out yeah he's like just take it he knew that i was gonna ask for it again <laughs> And it was the same. It like literally melted. I was like, it doesn't even feel like oh, meat. It's just so delicious. Dude. Have you That's the bomb. That's Yeah, that's so what, good. that's what you want. Have you heard of steak tartare? No. Um I I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but I feel like that's how it's pronounced. I, I only know that name because I just Googled it, but mm. I saw it on a cooking show once. It's straight up just like a hockey puck of raw minced beef. And that's like it. And they'll serve it with an egg on it or with, not with different things in it. It's not seared or anything? No, nothing. It's just raw. It's just straight minced beef. And they, there's a lot of herbs and spices in it and a lot of seasoning. But now I'm looking at these pictures. I'm like, I, that sounded gross when I was thinking about it. I Googled it. And it's like, wow, that looks kind of good. <laughs> let me see. Yeah, let me. I need to see it for myself. Move my no. uh, spider web of cables around. See that? Interesting. It looks kind of good, right? The color kind of grosses me I mean, out. it just looks like, like raw beef, right? I disagree. That looks gross. <laughs> I, know, I try it. I try it. That's the thing. I guess the, the the like you were saying before, it's like you wouldn't like want to eat something like this from a place that you don't trust in their hygienic practices. I feel like I feel yeah. like you're not going to get a, a dish like this this fancy at a place that isn't high end enough to take care of it. You know, that's how I feel about Takanas. Is like I'm getting pretty rare meat, but it's it's nice Brazilian barbecues. I tried and proven culinary style, and so I'm not super worried about it. But if you were to get offered that at Filibertos, don't take raw meat from oh. Filibertos. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, Filibertos. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You make good burritos, but bad Filibertos? Bad steak. <laughs> bad medium rare. Ha! Take that. <laughs> but, I mean, it's also Hispanics. I guess Mexican culture especially, they don't like any pink in their meat. At least the, the yeah, way I've had they it. they grill the... They cut it really thin. Crap out of that thing. And they cook the... Crap out of They cook it to death. Anyway, so yeah, I had a good day yesterday. <laughs> in summary, I had a lot of good meat. I felt like crap this morning. I'm we went sorry. to play pickleball this afternoon, and I was feeling oh, the... Like, you know, I was playing pickleball today. Of course, yeah, I could feel the the little vacas in my stomach bouncing around. <laughs> the little vaquitas. That's my thing with meat, though, because like you eat it. Okay, here's a little. I went vegan for a week just to try it, see what it's sure. like. Because like we were having meat every day, like all the time. Yeah. And we were feeling like crap, like right. feeling bad, because the meat was not good meat. So I was like, guys, let's just like go vegan for a week yeah like, let's just see what happens right and so my buddy and i did it and we both felt amazing it just felt so good it felt like very light and the bowels were functioning properly again so that <laughs> was good love, that. <laughs> love those little guys <laughs> just doing their best down there shout out my bowels and uh <laughs> the, the, the first and most important penny nofer out there our bowels i kind of suck but they're, uh, they're doing their best. We're working with them. They're doing their little best. They're trying, little guys. Yeah. I guess I gotta, <laughs> I gotta treat them right too. <laughs> give but anyway, you get what you give. Like meat is so good, but I feel like crap after I eat it. Right. I think that's like most people can relate to that. Like, yeah, totally. It doesn't really make us feel good, but it's very good to eat. Like it's very delicious. Like red meat. Red right? meat. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say because like lighter fishes, even like 
like chicken fillets and that sort Fish of thing. Fish is practically a, a vegetable, according to Ron Swanson. Yeah. Shout out, Mr. Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Ron. Hope you're listening. Yeah, because I, I like meat a lot and I've eaten it very much in my life, but I don't. There's a lot of people I know that are big steak fans. Yeah. yeah. But because they like steak, they feel like they have to harbor this hatred for vegetarians and vegans mm-hmm. as if they're being personally attacked because someone doesn't like a thing that they like. Yeah. And so it's just weird to me. Like, I totally respect if someone's good vegetarian, totally respect it. It's like super healthy lifestyle. I think it's great. Vegetables um, are so good, though, but, too. Yeah, it's just weird to me when people harbor this random animosity towards, like, the other group. Because they're vegetarians, I feel this way, too. Yeah. Which, maybe it's they're true. a little bit more understandable for vegetarians because a lot of them do it on principle. Yeah. And so they feel frustration with meat eaters because they're wanting to protect animals. But Carnivores. I just don't understand people that are like, oh, vegetarians are stupid and cowardly. And I don't know. <laughs> It also, I mean, it's a kind of the same group that has uh, kind of, a, I mean, maybe I'm just picturing a caricature stereotype <laughs> in my head, but probably pretty bit misogynistic and maybe even racist too. <laughs> it's probably the same kind of guy that hates vegetarians. So, wow. I can't imagine they're very open-minded, this imaginary person I'm thinking of. Yeah, sounds like quite the person. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> let's go beat that guy up. <laughs> Where's his house? Let's teepee it. Shout out vegetables. <laughs> Honestly, though, if you get the right spices and you, like, once oh, you learn yeah. how to cook it right, it can be really good. Totally. Like, like Lily, shout out Lily. She <laughs> makes some, like, vegetables sometimes, and it's, like, bomb. It's yeah. so good. And I've been, like, I've been working on my veggie culinary skills, arts. my culinary skills, and I get some good aromas going in the kitchen. Mm, my roommates are, like... The aromas are, are half of the My the roommates, key. like, peek at what I'm cooking, and they're, like, <laughs> smells good. Your roommate mm. looks up from his lean cuisine. He that's, burnt in the that's microwave. only vegetables. Wow. What? Yeah. What's up? You want some? Psych. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. What are your favorite seasonings? Do you? I am bad at seasoning. <laughs> right now, I've been really on this chili powder, like tahini. Run. No. Like just straight up, like oh, oh, okay. chili powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not cultured enough to use tahini. Tahini, I really like with corn. Is mostly what I've had tahini. Elote. With. People really like it on fruit, but I never really got into that. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, my Mexican companions would put it on watermelon, put it on cantaloupe. Dude, it's so good. You don't like that? No, dude. Grody. What is wrong with you? I like my fruits sweet. I like them the way God made them. <laughs> it's Adam and watermelon, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> no, sorry, that was weird. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's usually salt, pepper. We have this lemon pepper we bought that's really yummy. Ooh. Garlic powder, onion powder, because um, I feel like that's the, what every white person in the world puts on all their food. <laughs> and then I've been putting a lot of onion powder on like my, just basically anything like chicken, fish, and beef. And it's mm. like, not a lot, but a tasteful amount is really good. Really like accentuates the flavor, wouldn't you say? <laughs> oh. Yes, I would. We're back to ASMR again. <laughs> what would you say? Accentuates the flavor best for you, Jordan. Garlic powder. <laughs> Sprinkles. Oh. On the <laughs> Sprinkle the garlic powder. <laughs> <laughs> on the minced ground of beef. Like sweating from doing that voice <laughs> for like 10 seconds. <laughs> so it's control. Yeah. My favorite spices include garlic salt and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it do you ever play tiger woods like the video game tiger woods like the, on the wii yeah that's uh-uh. not anything i'm okay. a wii sports uh acolyte all right whatever exclusive but does the heartbeat thing for like oh, intense shots 
my dad would always play it. I was like, here, this like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh, what's happening? What's going on? I do that to my wife whenever she's like taking a while to answer a question and she doesn't like it. So, <laughs> um, oh, I'm glad you like garlic salt. <laughs> Great okay, culture. Mince, mince onions like, yeah, in true. eggs. In eggs? Very good. What? Like yes. you just throw it right into the egg? Like scrambled eggs? You, yeah, we're scrambling. Like you just... Like minced onion, like dried minced onions, or yes. like okay, I was gonna say fresh minced onions would be grody. Yeah, minced onion dried okay. in eggs, very good. I like Italian seasoning a lot as mm, well, yeah. and curry. Yeah, we bought this herb rack when we got married. They were super psyched wow. for because it's like lifetime refills. Oh wow! Um, really? Yeah, I'll show you actually. But the thing is, it's it's not spices; it's herbs. And so I'm oh. like, what the F is all this stuff? <laughs> like, I, I don't know 90% of the names on there. And then the ones I know, it's cucumber salt and seasoning salt. And I use Not those. even celery salt? Yeah, it's celery salt. Oh. I, don't like, I don't like cucumbers and celery are interchangeable. That on J-Dogs? It's true. Dude, yeah. I should probably get some J-Dogs out here. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what any of them are. So we're never going to run out because we never use them. Dang. We just get the Walmart brand garlic powder, onion powder, and we're set for life. So, What a terrible purchase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a wedding registry, so terrible purchase for some person that we invited to our wedding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not bad. It's good to have, but I don't yeah. cook well enough. I need to up my cooking skills to match the ingredients that I have in my kitchen because right now my uh, air fryer chicken dino nuggets, are, they don't need the herbs the chicken nuggets or whatever. <laughs> Would you ever consider getting a culinary book filled with recipes and We tips? have a couple. We have one that I really want to get into. It's plant-based recipes. Mm. Um, it was someone that was on my radio show. They were, like, really cool. And the, the book is really cool because it's, like, all vegan, like, plant recipes. But, like, you can add meat back in, but it cuts dairy and gluten out, which is great for my wife. So, which I'm sure you would appreciate as well. I would. And they also, like, the cookbook is structured where it has grocery lists like it helps you meal prep with the recipes so oh wow it's pretty sick but That's way nice it's kind of hard because a lot of those kinds of ingredients tend to be expensive yeah so sometimes it's easier for us to just stick with like the straight fruits and veggies and like get creative with that rather than buying like arrowroot powder and monk fruit <laughs> like like legit those are like the ingredients yeah, yeah those. we actually you. have arrowroot powder over there too what yeah it's like a wheat flour um substitute but it comes out kind of gummy I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I just saw it show up on a bunch of gluten-free recipes and dairy-free recipes. So I just tried it. It's, like, fine. But it was, like, 20 bucks for not a very big bag. So, Dang, that it's sucks. Tough. Yeah. Trader Joe's. Hard not life. Trader Joe's taking my hard-earned dollarinas. Shout out Trader Joe's, though. Good people there. <laughs> no matter who I mention this episode, you're going to shout them out somehow. <laughs> the dried mangoes. Okay, Trader Joe's is sweet, though, because the one here, I, always, I went there, like, every day two summers ago because i worked right next to it oh, i was gonna say it's kind of far away so but... i would just go there for lunch oh. and i like ended up we our friend maddie worked there so i knew her and then there's like another girl sure. that i knew anyways i ended up becoming kind of tight with these employees cool. and it's a really good community there mm. and their dried mangoes are money mm. big fan i've honestly only been in trader joe's like two times three times ever and all i remember is soap by the pound yes cut your own soap they have really good actually my favorite thing we've ever gotten there is barbecue sriracha sauce 
Trader I think Joe's I've had that. Yeah, it's yeah. So good. So it's good. Because I like sriracha, but I don't love like a lot of sriracha flavor. Uh huh. It's like the perfect balance, of the spice of the mm. barbecue. Oh, mm. So good. Yeah, they always they always have like these random little things. You yeah. Know, like, oh sweet, I'll try this. And like, yeah. oh whoa, this is way good. Also, you never know what you're gonna find. <laughs> Trader Joe's is like, it's like what, Santa's <laughs> workshop, except for thirty dollars a pop. Or what friendships will be kindled there? <laughs> oh, friendships are free. Friendship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm done with ASMR. <laughs> The worst thing about Trader Joe's is that COVID means that they put their candy in bags instead of in the self-scoop, which means no free samples. <laughs> that weren't actually free samples before. <laughs> but they were kind of free. If you don't let it work, you take it. As, as, I thought that was a thing. Isn't it a thing like... You try the, it? Can you like try one? I mean, maybe we've just all told ourselves that. I don't know that I've ever heard it from like an official oh. source. But I did it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I need to, I think I everyone, need to try this I think candy so I know that. if I want yeah, to buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, now it's in like bags by the pound, so you can't do that anymore. I would always like do that for uh, like the Froyo. Like when I'm getting my own like Froyo stuff, I'm like, hmm, I should probably hands. try this candy before I put it oh, with the candy on my scoopers. yogurt. You know, it's like, you gotta put it on. I was gonna say, I do that with the Froyo. I just, because there's always the little like nibby of Froyo hanging down. I just yes, take, yes. get that with my finger and lick it. Which you're is like, probably really unsanitary. Check behind your back, and you're like, "Yeah, just put like, my mouth right on the nozzle." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the simpler times. Things were so different. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, now I don't even touch door handles without thinking about people's germs." Back then, I was willing to to guzzle straight from the cow udder of Froyo. <laughs> straight from the source. Straight from the source. The source. Unfettered by earthly contaminants. <laughs> to segue besides segue segue you gotta segue without saying okay now we want to segue into this <laughs> that's the real so the internet is just crazy am i right <laughs> have you heard of this thing called the interweb <laughs> the interweb it's a web interconnected nets interesting that's a direct quote from uh oh my gosh what's his name the evil teacher from uh fairly odd parents you know what i'm talking oh, about oh shoot He's like, in the web of interconnected nets. Whatever. <laughs> you know the one episode I cannot remember where, any quotes from that show. Do you know the one episode where I just Kennedy remember... goes into the internet to stop the love letter from going to Trixie? You know uh, vaguely. I used to have... Okay, get this. I used to have that episode on my Game Boy SP. How did you get a video on yeah, that? Yeah, they would sell like a game cartridge, but instead no of a game, way. it had like two episodes of what? a Nickelodeon show. Like you paid like a game price for like 40 minutes of Nickelodeon television that you could get by watching cable. I was such a sucker, but I <laughs> remember sick, begging though. my mom. And so I, there was Wait, like, did Nickelodeon sell that or was this like a I, third I party? I don't know. Mm. But I had like That's two episodes of For the Odd Parents I watched a hundred times on my Game Boy SP, <laughs> so that was one of them. <laughs> Yeah, as I was saying, <laughs> the internet. The internet is wild. <laughs> sounds, um, like, sounds like it. Must be. <laughs> uh, so recently, there's been some controversy in regards to uh, freedom of speech on the yeah. interwebs. Yeah. 
and some other stuff has arisen because of that. Specifically with Twitter and Facebook have kind of been the... And Instagram. Yeah, I mean, Instagram is an extension of Facebook. Which is No one's really worried about freedom of speech on Instagram because no one, everyone's just posting pictures of themselves, I feel like. Not no one, but like, I I feel like political movements are, are focused on Facebook and Twitter. I feel sense. like Instagram, tried, though, is very... I tried to turn that into a joke, anyways. and it wasn't funny, so... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, continue. <laughs> anyways, kind of dodging the politics of all of this. Yeah. Um, my prediction is, is that people are not trusting media as much, and yeah. there's these problems and concerns arising from all of this. And I think, too, just like with the algorithm of Instagram, we or just algorithm of just media and everything in general it's like we're only seeing certain things right. to a degree a filter bubble you know yeah yeah and so i think blogs are going to become more relevant again moving in the future and like websites because before social media was like so prevalent yeah. in our lives there were blogs, blogs and like this, this these shows. cool websites to visit and like yeah. we used to like visit other things but now it's all kind of streamlined and directed to us and i think that's going to come back Again, because my thought is maybe this is me pulling politics a little bit back into it, but like shocker, I know. But like before <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, I mean they were around, but they weren't like as big as they are now. Yeah, Blogspot was like one of the biggest blogging platforms. Right, my mom uses it to this day, and it's great. But Blogspot, like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, has a terms and conditions thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know specifically what it is, but I would imagine you can't be like forming violent movements or trying to get people hurt or that sort of thing through you know what i mean so i wonder if it'll be an issue that we'll just continue to run into unless people have the um skill set to create like their own websites you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like even me i don't know exactly how it works but like our website's hosted through like godaddy and stuff you know what i mean so it's like unless people are learning to write the code themselves inevitably there will be kind of like these corporations that host the this information and the corporations are then inevitably held accountable for what that information does you know mm, yeah so i don't know it's a hard thing because I, I i think you're right i feel like recently too i've been and maybe this is just a personal thing i've been feeling more disillusioned with like facebook twitter and instagram it's just like don't care as much anymore because there's so much of it is garbage and I just get fed the same things over and over again. And it's Especially, all perfect too. Yeah. It is, like it, is, it's all, it feels very fake. Yeah. In, yeah. Each of them has their own issues. Like yeah. Instagram feels so polished and like meaningless. Facebook, I get this weird feed of only seeing certain people. Yeah. Twitter is kind of like where I go for doom scrolling because <laughs> but it's also like I feel like Twitter tends to be more liberal. Facebook tends to be more conservative. Instagram tends to be more superficial liberal. and meaningless. Instagram's pretty liberal too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on your fault because I don't see hardly anything political on Instagram oh, besides like people from my high school and mm. so it's just like kind of reflected by what they believe but it's it's less it's it's a lot more superficial than the other two at least yeah, you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, each yeah, one has yeah, their yeah, own I issues you, I so i am i do wonder what it'll mean going forward because i agree though because like it's easier to go to independent creating rather than relying on mark zuckerberg or jack dorsey to determine what you can or can't mm-hmm. distribute but then it's hard again too because like i don't know like five years ago everyone was really mad at mark zuckerberg because he wasn't censoring things you know and they they were yeah. trying they were mad that there were all these Nazi white supremacist groups and now people are mad at, at Mark Zuckerberg for censoring them, and some people are mad because they say it was too little too late. Some people are mad because it's too I don't know. It's like 
Yeah. It's it's hard to live quite in a capitalist the, quite the dilemma. Yeah, it's like I've, I've I've mentioned it before in a capitalistic society we we vote with our money and so we've elected Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey and Jeff Bezos to be the s- most powerful people in the country. But they it don't. is pretty crazy to think like how much power. I mean, like to be able to censor the president of the yeah. United States, like pretty insane yeah. to think about. But then again, it's not technically censorship. It's, they do have their agreements. And, like, yeah, terms and conditions. The, the, the terms. So. Yeah, because censorship is when the government tells them to stop talking. But it's like just the fact yeah. that they can do that's like it's pretty crazy to think yeah. about. And I think just to, you know, just on a personal level, I think people, the desire for authenticity, people are starting to recognize all of this and kind of this idealized world that's being fed to us through social uh-huh. media. And yeah. I think people are starting to, especially I think with everything that went down this past year, I think more people are kind of stepping in. It's kind of become more of a trend now where people are like, I'm deleting my social media. Yeah. And I think that that desire for sincerity and for like real... I mean, it's all virtual, so it's not real, but like yeah. more authentic media and platforms, sure. I think that's going to bring about new change in how we go about social media. Yeah, and what kind of media we turn to and rather so, than turn to the same ones we've been turning to for the past 10 years. Because I think social media is only going to become more prevalent, but I'm like very curious to see how with everything happening currently like how it's going to change right. coming in the future and like what we want from it especially because i maybe this is a fake statistic i think i was reading somewhere that like gen z who is basically everyone like high school age and younger basically anyone younger than us because we're kind of the end of the millennial age spectrum they're the most liberal leaning generation ever um which it's not 100 percent correlated with politics but like there, there's different priorities depending on what your political leanings are. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to see, I feel like kids that are more liberal leaning are going to uh, act a certain way the way that when they interact with media and social media differently than kids that are leaning the other way politically. And so it is interesting to think of what it'll look like in 10 years, especially because so much of our economy right now, I mean, maybe not a significant portion of the economy as a whole, but just of the way people make their living now is based on content creation on the internet. Yeah. And when you become a content creator on the internet, you're inevitably tied to your hosting platform. Like us, we're hosted on a bunch of platforms and I mean, we're not at risk of breaking any terms and conditions, but I mean, if you're a YouTuber, you can't post a video. I don't know, like Logan Paul did a couple of years ago that of awful things that I mean, I'm not worth mentioning, but like you just, there's certain things you can and can't do, yeah. you know, which I think is a good thing, but there's also always the the voice of people pushing for freedom of speech. Yeah. It just, bring, I mean? just brings up, like, the question, you know, right? It's like, yeah. where, where's the line? What, yeah, what does freedom of speech really right? mean? Yeah. Yeah, because does it mean you can say whatever you want? or And, like, are people only calling for freedom of speech when their side is being quieted, but not when the other side is being quieted? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a hard debate to engage in because everything is so politically polarized and and partisan nowadays there's like validity to it because i I think you know with with this right that we have you know social media was never thought of sure you know and considered so yeah you didn't have still like a fairly you didn't have someone like jeff bezos who's on track to be a trillionaire you know yeah yeah you know, it's still, it's still like a fairly new thing to our society that we're still trying to figure out and cope right. with. And I think now we're, we've always kind of been able to see the problems and issues, but now they're becoming more complex. Sure. And so it's just interesting to see how we're dealing with it. And it'd be interesting to see how we change and progress moving forward in the yeah. future. 
to just jump into it again. I was just having thoughts. And I guess when I make critiques of like capitalism, it's not to say that I disagree with capitalism. It's that I feel like you have to critique a system to make it better. You know what I mean? I feel like people who are wholeheartedly adherence to a certain ideology to the point where they're afraid of critiquing it and tweaking it that's when you have serious problems that's when you have like fascist movements you know because you have all powerful governments who can do anything so i feel like with capitalism like we have to recognize its faults and adapt to it and so like when our country was founded you didn't have someone like mark zuckerberg who was astronomically rich who had this incredible amount of power over billions of people of the Earth's population just by being someone who wrote code. And it's like, uh, I, you've watched The Social Dilemma, right? Or maybe, do you know what I'm talking about? The half Netflix documentary? Me too, actually. It. I also watched half of it. <laughs> but I've also done a lot of research about those topics yeah. independently. And so it's like these are people that are great computer programmers and are great business people that have done so well successfully that now they're they're at a point where we need them to be a moral figure and an ethical leader but they're not that they're computer programmers you know yeah, yeah. they're bill gates and they're mark zuckerberg and they're jeff bezos who made the right product at the right time because they were smart and talented at what they did and now they're so powerful that we're expecting them to be you know gandhi or the dalai lama you know what i mean or the pope we're expecting them to be these moral leaders that they're not and so it's just inevitably going to lead to issues and i think that is something that we have to recognize as a flaw in our system is that we critique mark zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos and these guys for not holding up to that moral standard, but then we're more than happy to consume their products. Mm. You know, it's like, it's again, we vote with our money. It's like, I also think that their products have become so intertwined with just how we live. In exa- society, no, totally. You know? Yeah. So it's, just, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's a hard dilemma to, yeah. But out. I mean, it comes back to like, like you love Patagonia because you love a lot of the things that they stand for, you know? And I think that's mm. a solution to that problem. And it's, it's hard with social media because, there's not a lot of like independent social media platforms out there that you can support, you know, but really looking into where, like I mentioned, voting with your money, who you're supporting and who you're building up to give a platform to with your follows, with your time, with your clicks, with, you know what I mean? (laughs) What? Platform. (laughs) Your voice cracked a little bit. That's all platform. I know, but that time it was was more funny. (laughs) Platform. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I was trying to like... It's all right, I was ranting again, so I needed a voice correct. (laughs) Back into another rant. (laughs) No, yeah, but it's going to be interesting to see how things change and progress in the future and like what kind of going along off of that idea is, you know, recognizing the the power that we as consumers have and users of the medias. Um, You know, what what do we turn to? What, What do we change ourselves and how is that going to look and how is that going to affect our interactions with one another moving forward totally. as well. So, <sighs> <sighs> now I'm hungry and emotionally Podcast. exhausted <laughs> and politically frustrated. <laughs> the best trifecta. <laughs> and I need a shower from pickleball. <laughs> I smell bad. <laughs> Did you win? I mean, I was playing against Michelle. So oh. we, we, we won some and lost some. It was fun though. I never played singles pickleball before. We're back to pickleball again, by the way. I don't know if you realized. We're talking about pickleball again. Doubles pickleball, not really a workout, but very fun. Singles, much more of a workout. Much workout? Yeah. I'm, I can I'm, see that. I was sweating within like five minutes of starting. You got to be quite agile for that. Yeah. 
whereas doubles it's less about sprinting the court it's that's also involved but also just yeah. reflexes so anyways you wild it, wild yeah, man we used to be a mandalorian commentary podcast now we're a pickleball commentary podcast so does owen wilson like pickleball <laughs> That's true. We should have run it by him before we start talking about it. it. He approves most of our topics usually <laughs> before we talk yeah, about it. Yeah, check in with our mascot. <laughs> Little buddy Owen Wilson and Jordan's bowels. <laughs> Shout out bowels. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Opinions That No One Asked For or Otnof. Otnof is hosted by me, McKay Menden, and Jordan Sidrude, and I did the editing. Original music for this week was done by Tyson Sidrude, who's the best, and I love him. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it. Word of mouth makes me cry. Sweet, happy tears. It's what they used to do before commercials. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Every time you tell someone about the show, a little baby gets its wings or something. Do babies have wings? We'll see you next week.